We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey there, everybody, Ooh-ha. and welcome back to another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, along with my good buddy Dan. Dan, we got an exciting episode for people this week. No one saw it coming. No one saw it coming. We rope a doped him, bro. We rope a doped. This is exciting. It's exciting stuff. <laughs> well, uh, if they've seen the podcast title, they know who it is. Yes, so. they already know. Damn. You spoiled it in the title again. <laughs> we have the captain himself, Johnny Russell will be joining us this episode and uh it's it's uh it's a fun interview he he was coming off training so we got him off training uh right before a lifting session yes so he squeezed us in. Sesh. you hear he's uh he's swole mates with tim milia he says but uh <laughs> dude this was this was great man this was great we talk freaking we, we talk scottish heritage in the form of outlander uh you know we talk about some real stuff too because jimmy made me but uh i'm real excited dude i'm, I'm jazzed see my fingers yeah. jazz fingers it's fun it's a good time so we'll have that for you a little bit later uh but first we want to talk on some other skc news and highlights we uh we haven't talked about this preseason game that's happened yet so we're going to touch on that but uh we got a couple of reviews my friend and uh, i think we want to read these reviews first so i uh, should do you want to take the first one i'll take the second one yes 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 now these are from you know these are from that uh our, our friends over at stateside soccer show man they mm-hmm. were nice enough to to review us here but logan andy logan said five stars stateside soccer show loves no other pod as a podcast that covers the league them no other pod is our source for all things sporting kc Jimmy and Dan are absolutely hilarious, and they give us a great view into the team from the outside. This is a must-listen for all fans, especially those that follow Sporting KC. Keep up the great work, guys. Logan, thank you. That's so nice. It's great stuff. Now, let me tell you this. Are we obligated to go leave a review? (laughs) Feels like we might be. I don't don't know if we're obligated, but we should leave them reviews. That's the nice thing to do. If we feel it. If I feel it in my loins. I'll tell you. I feel it. I wasn't going to say anything about what I do or do not feel in my loins, but I would say... What is I, loins? Isn't that tummy? No. So pork loin is what? Pee-pee? Okay, well, that's... <laughs> a pork loin, I think, is different than when someone refers to their loins. I will say that. Why is that? It's that's, a loin. And my no. loins is a pork loin, pork stomach? Linguistics? I don't know. Is it pork? I'm, is it like anal stuff? What are you even saying is, to me? 
uh, you know, this is not how I thought this conversation would go. So uh, I'm just trying to get an education. <laughs> I'm just trying to learn. I am I am not a linguist. I cannot answer that question. So my, my vegan heart doesn't know what a pork loin is. All right. Yeah. Well, wait till you find <laughs> out that pork butt is actually like the shoulder or something. So oh, it's... that's just that's false advertisement. Because <laughs> uh, someone's like, I wanted to eat the butt. There you go. That's all I got. You knew, all... you knew it had to start. Please don't somehow sound like bite this. that. You don't well, sound it's bite too that. late. Someone's clipped it and they've tweeted at you. Yeah. And it's uh, it, it's now Chris's text tone whenever he gets a text message from you. So yeah, Chris has been making fun of my hair. So I send him suave pictures because I'm flowing <laughs> people. I'm like, a, I'm a fat Zussie. I'm working it. There you go. Okay. I hadn't said that. I said uh, sunshine from Remember the Titans. But you did say that, but I'm working on the Zeus, man. I got to get there it. There you go. Uh, we'll, we're we're going to leave some reviews. We like Stateside Soccer Show, so we're going to yeah. send them some uh, some reciprocal love. But uh, we also got Jordan from uh, Stateside Soccer Show said, best SKC pod. Dan and Jimmy are the best. Make us laugh endlessly and also very knowledgeable about SKC. Jordan Weigand from the Stateside Soccer Show. I don't oh, know yeah. why we got a little Sean Connery-ish there. Stateside Shocker yeah, you, Show. You kind of needed to uh, <laughs> check your S's there, uh, uh, speech therapy in third grade. Or... <laughs> a little alliteration there, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Trebek. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, let's look. Let's get right into it because we want to leave room for this Johnny Russell interview. But uh, we had some real live sporting KC soccer that we did not get to watch, but we got to follow along on Twitter. And then uh, we got to see some highlights after the game was done. And I mean, I think it's pretty clear the story of the show, Wilson Harris hat trip for the young guy. Absolutely. So cool. So cool. Two assists from Johnny Russell to Wilson Harris. Uh, That's, that's so exciting, dude. I know it's preseason match, but tell me you weren't a little excited when you saw this nonsense. Oh yeah. I mean, look, okay. Phoenix rising. I don't, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm a, a massive Phoenix rising follower. So I don't know the ins and outs of the lineup they put out or whatnot, but they're historically a, a very good USL club. And and this was a, a, a mishmash of uh, a lineup that went out in the first period. They did kind of like three 30 minute periods. I mean, you had Tim out there, you had Jalen Lindsay out there. You had Luis Martins, uh, Ilya, Garikinda, Gianluca Buzio, Johnny Russell. So a lot of starters, but then you had uh, uh Cave Rod, Andre Fontes, uh, Wilson Harris, Daniel Shallowy. So this was a mix of, of likely starters and then likely depth. And yeah, man, ninth minute, Wilson Harris out there. And it looked like it was like a, a, a nice little chip over the keeper. It's, it's a yes, little it tough is. to see from the angle. I think that I read it was about 30, 35 yards out maybe. Um, that's not bad, man. If you can, you can do that, that's pretty good. Yeah. So... He, uh, you know, Johnny Russell in the highlight package. If you're watching the highlights that Sporting KC put out at about the 14 second mark, Johnny has this nice little first touch and turn from the midair that I'm just like, oh man, it made me feel things. Yeah, you kind of, uh, you sent that to me immediately and you were like, dude, I feel that in my loins. <laughs> That's not the words that I chose. So <laughs> don't make it weird before Johnny's on here. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to get it all out before he gets on here. Yeah, Johnny, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, but I just, I saw that and I was like, oh man, he's, he's feeling it. And, and that went over to Buzio. Um, and, and, you know, it's just Johnny had that assist. He had an assist to Wilson Harris. Um, Wilson Harris is just firing from distances and he's getting the ball in the back of the net. And I like this kid, man. 
Well, what's that do for your confidence? Do not send him to Swope Park Rangers. Nope, SKC2, oh. not Swope Park Rangers. Screw it, <laughs> screw it. It's Swope Park Rangers, always will be for me, okay? I think it's uh, the on uh, on Twitter, uh, Mike Kuhn at Down the Byline calls him the club formerly known as Swope Park Rangers. Oh, I dig that. So He, he has a whole uh, acronym if you typed it out. I think it's like TC, F, FKA, SPA, SPR. It's pretty interesting. I mean, think about the confidence on this kid right now, though, man. I know he knows his preseason, but come on, a goal is a goal. I don't yeah. care if it's a scrimmage or what, but you're playing against legit professional players. Yeah. Albeit in the Phoenix rising, who's a hell of a USL club. Yeah. So I don't care what you say scoring a goal in any capacity is better than not scoring at all. Well, and if you look at the way he scored them firing from distance, like it doesn't yeah. matter if you're playing uh youth soccer level, or if you're Lionel Messi, you know, it takes, a, a level of skill to be able to, to place a ball like that when you're firing from distance. And clearly Wilson Harris has that skill. So can he keep that composure when it comes to actual MLS regular season gameplay it remains to be seen, but I sure like the confidence. I mean, has, was the dude ever on our, our roster watch, our starting roster watch? We, we, we haven't even talked about him. So right. the fact that this came up and the dude gets a hat trick on a on a lonely Saturday in Arizona, that's just cool, man. That's just that's awesome. I mean, he was SKC 2s leading scorer last year. He was one of the highest scoring uh, players in USL. He was. He's 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 got a a, a knack for goal. And and Peter, Did you say he has an acumen. An acumen. He, he's he's got a nose for the goal. It's a new uh, word I've been throwing around. <laughs> Peter Vermees said, you know, hey. It's one of the reasons we signed him. He's very deadly in and around the box. He always finds chances for himself and puts himself in good spots. And I'll always say this. The bottom line is that if you're on the field when the team wins, that bodes well for you to be able for available for selection the next time around. So he's yeah. liking what he's seeing. Absolutely, dude. And you think he's not going to come and ball out every chance he gets on that field? I mean, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now, of course – it's not like Wilson Harris is going to be challenging for that starting number nine spot. That's Alan Polito's in about a 99.999. You don't know. Repeating. You don't percent know. Certainty. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Alan was, was out with, uh, uh, some, some minor injury concerns, but nothing that is long-term he'll, he'll be fine. Uh, Peter said that they should be actually, I think back training this week. So, hmm. uh, okay. But with her title gone, it'd sure be nice to know that Wilson Harris can come off the bench and maybe get a goal if you need it. Yeah, that's pretty cool, right? I mean, even, you got to think that's kind of what Wilson Harris is shooting for because you see Alan Polito in that spot and you're like, okay, I'm going to push Alan Polito. I'm going to challenge him. But if I got a slot un- underneath him, not a, not a bad place to be. Yeah, so that's good. And then it's also good that Sporting KC didn't give up a goal. It's a clean sheet. Clean so. sheet, dude. That's what they like to see. Peter Vermees loves that shit, man. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's good. Um, you know, again, take it with a grain of salt. Phoenix Rising was out there, uh, not with their their full lineup. They had some trialists in there quite a bit, but but that's okay. Um, they they were anytime you like we said, anytime you get a win, anytime you get a clean sheet, it's it's good. So uh, confidence for a team where some people were a little concerned about the defense after last year, but I think this we'll see, is a, this is a good first step. Yeah, there, there's obviously we haven't read into lineups at all. Like we haven't even discussed it. Like, oh, it was clearly a starting 11 out there because it wasn't. None of them were. Yeah. Peter threw some stuff together, wanted to see how people played together, and it, it worked out well for him. 
Yeah. Uh, we didn't have Remy Walter. He was out there, again, minor injury. So we had Buzio in the midfield with Gadi Kinda. Uh, we had Felipe Hernandez playing a little bit at the number six. So it'll be interesting to see how this this translates. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll see. Uh, Ilya was in jail from getting pulled over. No. <laughs> so you saw that, right? Yeah. That was the the news of the week. Yeah. But, he wasn't really uh, in jail. That's, that's another thing. <laughs> But it's uh, it's it's good to 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 get that first win. So uh, it'll it's it's going to be very cool um, to see how this is uh, this is going to play out. And of course, um, the other news of the week was Johnny Russell officially being named captain. That's happened since was that our last this week. Yeah, that's happened since our last recording. Holy uh, cow! It's yeah, we we hadn't even had a chance to talk about that because in our I remember it literally happened the way we release on Wednesdays and as happens with us, we release podcasts and then sporting KC breaks news. So we recorded last Tuesday evening. We posted as usual, Wednesday morning and Wednesday morning, they announced Johnny Russell was named captain. Is that when, okay. So, no wonder it seems like forever ago. Cause it yeah. kind of was. You're, you're welcome. We, we gave you that news. I like to say. We do so. that. Yeah. We do that sometimes. <laughs> but uh, that's huge for Johnny. And we talked to him yeah. about it this episode. So, we did. We we didn't really dive so deep because I mean he's been talking to people about it for seven days now, you know. But he right. uh, he opens up a little, and uh, it's it's a fun conversation, man. I I loved it. I love the guy. I I would fight someone for him. Like he got me. <laughs> he gets me. When I, I think I said my he got my pulse up. Like I, it was. Yeah. I was like I was ready to go. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll leave the Johnny talk until the Johnny interview. Cause we got him for half an hour and it's good stuff. And, and we'll let you talk uh, or listen to that. So you can hear more about Johnny's thoughts on being named the captain and, and what that means for the team. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we got a couple other uh, news and notes to, to keep an eye on uh, sporting Casey's newest, uh, well, not newest, but one of their newest homegrown signings, Grayson Barber has been highlighted on MLSsoccer.com's top five homegrowns to watch in 2021, which is kind of cool because uh, if they're looking at that performance from Wilson Harris and they're like, yeah, but Grayson Barber might be the guy to watch, should get you a little bit excited if you're a Sporting KC fan. It's pretty cool, so, man. That's pretty cool because who? Uh, a lot of people haven't even heard that name. If you're not around Sporting uh, enough, you're like, who the hell is that? Yeah. You know, so pretty cool to put a little respect on them. Well, and, you know, they, they put this in the MLSsoccer.com uh, article, but Grayson Barber previously earned the number one play on SportsCenter's top 10, which is kind of cool. That's not something that happens in college soccer or any soccer very often, unless right. it's like Lionel Messi. Um, and, and, yeah, they just said that, you know, he's as pro-ready as anybody. He's been, you know, in the NCAA playing at the college level for a few years, and we got some young guys, man, that I'm kind of excited to see. So I'm real excited, man. I'm ready to get going. Yeah, it's going to be, we're, awesome. we're officially like, what, what are we about a month out from, from an actual game? Uh, April 17th, I think. Yeah. Cause that's another thing that, that was said, man, that the, you know, our first two games were announced. Yeah. Yeah. First, yeah. Uh, well, first three games, I guess. So have, has that been since our last, uh, our last podcast really? Yeah, I think so. Where are you right. getting three from? They've announced the first three games. Are you nuts? Where, you why? To, what name? You go to the schedule. First game, April 17th, uh-huh. away at the New York Red Bulls. Second game, home opener, Friday, April 23rd, Orlando City. And then third game, away, Saturday, May 1st, at RSL. 
because that's RSL's home opener. Uh, maybe. That makes sense. I so, think there's also rumors that the first three games are going to have it, or is going to be how they're going to determine which are the eight MLS teams to go into the U.S. Open Cup. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Where'd you hear this little bit of news? That's been reported on Twitter and making its way around the MLS soccer sphere. Is There's only eight clubs that are going to be in the U.S. Open Cup this year, and the rumor is that the way they were leaning toward to figure out who the top eight teams are are performance in the first three regular season games. Okay. Yeah, a little incentive to come in hot then, right? Yeah. So. Wow, you, you know all the dirt, man. I don't know anything. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, well, you know, I try. I try to stay up on it. So uh, let's see here. Let's let's jump to our Johnny Russell interview, and then we'll, oh, we'll come right back. Yeah, I, I think Hold on. so. I need, I need a snack. I need a snack. Hold on. <laughs> I'm so excited. We're, we're going to cut to the Johnny Russell interview. We'll come back. There's a little bit more Sporting KC news to cover, some, some transfer rumors that have started to break today. And uh, maybe we'll get a question or two in. We might have to circle back on the questions because of time. But we'll, uh, we'll cut to the Johnny Russell interview, and then we'll be back with you once we're done. All right, everybody, and welcome back. We have a very special guest with us right now. We are joined by the new captain of Sporting Kansas City, Johnny Russell. Johnny, thank you so much for joining us. How's it going? Yeah, it's going good. It's going good. So happy to be here, guys. You are joining us from Arizona in the midst of, uh, of preseason training. So uh, how, how's it going out there? How's, how's the desert? The desert's good. Um, it's good. It's, I mean, it's nice to get away with just the guys. And obviously, I mean, your sole focus is is on the game and you know getting fit for the season so it's been it's been really tough um i mean yesterday was a really tough day and so was this morning so you expect that for pre-season um but it's it's been good uh guys are coming together well um i think we've seen from obviously the highlights of the game that you know got a lot of younger guys stepping in as well and the team's gelling really good Cool. Nice. Sounds great. Very cool. We're we're enjoying the videos on social media and everything. And uh, you know, we don't get to watch the games and and the nine assists you're making every game out there to <laughs> young Wilson Harris. But uh, man, get you know now that the cat's out of the bag and everything. How's it feel to be named captain of the team? And you know, you've only been here what three, four years. Yeah, that's my fourth year. Fourth year. Yeah. What was the mm-hmm. conversation like with Peter about that? So I knew. Probably about a week before it was announced, uh, before we came down here, I knew that I was going to be captain. But obviously, I mean, I didn't tell anyone because I was like, don't want to tell someone and then he changes his mind. And I'm like, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> everyone I'm going to be captain. But uh, no, it was just, he asked to speak to me after one of the training sessions we'd done in KC. Um, didn't quite know what it was about, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> just asked to speak to me after, after we'd done one of the runs. And he just said that he, he wanted me to continue from sort of end of last season and be captain. He thought it would be good for me. He said uh, he thought it'd be good for the team and uh, that I was the right man to do it. So, I mean, right there, that's a, that's a massive like boost for me. You know, someone like that who's been, you know, a captain. Um, and we've got so many other guys who it could have been. So, you know, the boys were always joking, like, uh, like calling me like captain. I would... I genuinely didn't think it was going to be me. I thought it was going to be maybe Roger or Zeus, even Timmy. 
Um, you know, guys who have been here for a lot longer than me, and, you know, experienced guys in this league. So, you know, the fact that they chose me was, I mean, it's, I said it was a massive honour at the time. I mean, it is to be the captain of your team. Um, so it's it's something that I'm really looking forward to. Um, and it's, like I said, it's, you know, it's different from what I've been used to. Um, probably a little more responsibility comes with it, but that's, that's something that I want to take on anyway. Yeah. So you didn't tell him you'd think about it or anything like that? No, I, I told him that I would. <laughs> nah. I'll get as soon as he you. said that, I was like, I, nah, I'd, I'd love to be captain. Um, and I, I mean, I feel like I feel like I've got the the mentality and the attributes to be a captain. Um, so no, it was it was an easy yes for me. So you're you're following who will be a sporting legend one day, and Matt Beasler, who who was captain for gosh seven eight years. Mm -hmm. uh, I know you, you started being captain a little bit last year, but did you have any conversations with Bees as sort of that transition happened at the end of last year? Or have you heard from him since you were named captain uh, by Peter for this year? Yeah, me and Bees spoke a lot about it last year. Um, obviously, he was out injured quite a bit, so he didn't, he didn't play. And, you know, that's why with the injuries that sort of fell on my lap really last year. <clears throat> but then... This year, obviously, Bees having not been here. Bees was one of the first people to message me when it came out, um, just saying that he was so happy for me. Um, it felt like they made the right decision. So, you know, to get a text like that from someone like Bees, who obviously, you know, he, he was my captain when I was here, a guy that I, I really respect and look up to. So to get a message like that from him was was uh, was really nice for me. That's awesome, Johnny. I mean, there's no question if you deserve it or not. I mean, the fans are behind you, the team's behind you. Uh, kind of moving forward to this season, obviously last season was just kind of weird, just so different, uh, not consistent really. Uh, so it's been a long off season. Was there any one aspect of your specific game that you really took time to fine tune in the off season? Something where you're like, I'm going to get better at this. I mean, it was kind of difficult for me. So I went, I went back home obviously with, the idea of seeing my family but I think after my quarantine period when I went back into Scotland I think I maybe had a day or two that I could actually get to see people and then the country was completely locked down so like right to the very start where it's can't leave your house unless it's essential back to that sort of stage so <clears throat> I mean the purpose for me to go home was to see my family and then obviously I do a lot of my I do a lot of try to put on a, a bit of size in the the off season where I go to the gym a lot more than I would normally during the season just because you don't really have the time um, to add it in so that's I've done that last season but obviously this year gyms were closed back home so it was a lot more difficult for me to, to work on things um, but obviously I came back here a bit earlier uh, and then just used the, the facilities here um, so that was that was good. Came back, you know, a lot earlier than a like a scheduled date, and just went in individually, worked on certain things, and you know, just asked the coaches, you know, the fitness staff as well. Just got certain things from them just to keep myself keep myself going because I had missed that sort of period over Christmas um, where normally I would work. I took I took that time off and enjoyed it. Um, so. Like I said, we got back early just to make sure that I was in the right shape um, coming back in for preseason.
see you got those Tim Melia arms popping out there, man. So uh, I've been yeah. trying, I've been trying, I've been, I've been going on the gym with them. I'm trying to get his side, <laughs> yeah. but I'm a long nice. way off that. <laughs> so you mentioned briefly uh, the success of the first preseason game. Uh, you know, obviously, um, players like Wilson Harris scoring hat tricks in, in his first preseason game, and and along that front line, you know, over the offseason, for one reason or another, the, the club parted ways with Eric Hurtado and, and Gerso. But but you got a, a lot of these young homegrowns coming up. Wilson Harris maybe highlighting the pack right now after that first preseason game. Uh, what's it like working with these young guys who are so hungry and, and for especially someone like Wilson Harris, you might have an opportunity to see some minutes this year. What, what do you see out of him? I mean, Wilson's probably more familiar um, because he's been, he's obviously been with the second team for a while now and he trains with us a lot. So we know that the guy's lethal around the box. You know, you give him a chance. There's good, you know, the high percentage is going to go in. Um, he's just one of those sort of old fashioned finishers where, anything in and around the box. He always finds a little bit of space and, you know, <clears throat> most of the time it's it's on target and it's troubling the goalkeeper and usually it leads to goals. So, I mean, that was, it was nice to see him come in. Obviously, Alan had to miss out in the game um, who probably would have started, you know, the first 30. But Wilson was, was brilliant. Um, I think he took his goals extremely well. Um, so he's, He's been brilliant. And then obviously the younger guys coming in, the homegrowns, um, you know, I'm trying to speak to them, you know, a lot more, uh, like trying to take that responsibility, going to them, uh, just making sure they feel comfortable, making sure they know when they get the opportunity of what it is they should be doing, how they're expected to perform. But they've all been great. Um, and that's <clears throat> that's been the probably the most pleasing part of it. Um, we've done it. We've done a lot and there's a lot of young guys there, but they, they don't look out of place and, you know, they're confident guys. So, I mean, that's been, that's been really good for us. A lot of, a uh, lot of promising young players on the squad in general. And speaking of the, speaking of a young player, Gianluca Busio, uh, given the number 10, surprisingly, he's still young, but we, we kind of view him like he's a uh, mid twenties now, the way he tries to get out there and, and ball, ball on some guys. But he, he says he wants to be the guy. Um, what's that mean? What, what do you like best about Busio? What do you like playing? What do you like best about playing with him? I mean, I think everyone knows how talented Busio is. Um, I think by him saying he wants to be the guy is this year, he sees it as a year of him stepping up, being the focal point, basically, of our attacks. Um, everything going through him, adding his goals, adding his assists and you know, we've got a lot of dangerous guys um, and I think he just wants to be seen as, you know, top of that, which is which is amazing for us when, when you've got someone with his ability and now his mentality switching to that, like that hunger of him wanting to be, him wanting to be the best, then it's going to drive everyone else because, you know, I don't want to be second to anyone. Alan won't want to be second to anyone. Kyrie, Daniel, no matter who it is, you know, the, the team comes first, but there's something in you in that competitive side where you want to be, as Bishop says, the guy. So I think with him coming out and saying that, it just shows you where his mind's at. And, you know, it's, I no way see it as a, an arrogant thing. He's, if anyone knows Bush, you know, he's, he's not like that at all. He's just an extremely confident guy in his ability, and he should be because he's an extremely talented uh, player. 
Yeah, Peter wouldn't have given him the number 10 if he didn't think he could live up to what the number 10 exactly. means so, in, in soccer. Yeah. So we uh, spoke to him about it, obviously, saying to him, like, because he was, like, joking about it. Like, nah, like, go for it. Like, the older guys were saying, nah, like, there's no reason. You shouldn't go and ask for it. So he asked for it, and obviously it's... 10's probably, for me, I mean, I love seven, but 10's probably... I would say the most sort of recognizable number where people think, you know, 10 is like the sort of main man. Um, so it's, I mean, it's a big thing to lead up to, um, but I'm, I'm sure he'll, he'll capitalize on that and he'll take the chance. Absolutely. Now, last year was, was so strange as, as we mentioned, cause you know, start, stop, start, stop. And, and there were some, some new guys on the team that were pretty key contributors, but, you know, with, with Polito and, and, and Gotti Kinda and bringing Amadou back and, and whatnot, uh, some of the young guys stepping in. How do you think that, okay, now we've, you've had a full preseason and it looks like you'll probably be able to have a, a full season without these starts and stops. Will you be able to build on that chemistry? And, and, and what do you think it'll look like now that you, you've basically been able to sort of try to become more of a cohesive unit as opposed to the start and stop of the last season? I mean, last season, you couldn't really get the the consistency that you want and need um, as a team with a lot of injuries, the stop-start, we didn't really have what you would consider our full strength for a, any duration of time. Um, so it was always sort of broken up. Uh, so this year, obviously, getting the preseason, no one's missed um, anything. Obviously, Alan missed the game at the weekend. Hopefully, we'll get him back in the next couple of days. But you no know, one's missed anything. Everyone came in fit, ready to go, great shape. So right, right away you've got that base. So you can, you don't have to try and play catch up with your fitness. You can get into, you know, more tactical aspect of it and what we are going to do as a team. So I think when you've got guys like that and you can get them all together, keep them together for an extended period of time, then it's, it's only going to bode well for us, um, especially going into the season. You know, we want to get off to you know, a flying start um, and, and really push on from there. So the fact that we've got everyone back, we've got a bit of a, maybe a longer pre-season than normal. Um, it gives us that time before the season starts. But our aim is, you know, as soon as the season starts, there's, there's no gelling to be, to be done. It's, it's already happened. Getting me all sorts of excited to watch you guys. I tell you that, it's got my <laughs> damn heart rate up. Uh, Johnny, if uh, if anyone knows anything about no other pod, Jimmy's kind of the analytical soccer numbers kind of guy. And I just, I interject every once in a while with just tomfoolery and ridiculousness. Uh, so I got, I got a couple questions. Uh, during the pandemic, I got into a show called Outlander and I couldn't watch this show without being like, oh my God, there's so many Johnny Russells just talking to me. Uh, so first of all, do you watch Outlander? Second of all, what were your pandemic activities like, man? Are you a gamer? Were you binging reality TV or what? Hate reality TV. Hate <laughs> uh, I binged Outlander. I, I finished all of Outlander. Um, yes, I've been talking like Jamie. <laughs> yeah, big, a big fan. Big fan of Outlander. Um, yeah. So is so is a message. Uh, big Jamie fan. So that's not really ideal for me. Uh, no, it's probably just spent most of the time with the kids really, which is 
I said before, it was kind of kind of a blessing in a way for me. Like, I, we are constantly training, traveling. I don't really get that sort of consistent time with the kids. So, I mean, when we first went into lockdown, I was with them all day. So that was time that I don't usually get. So, I mean, I, I made the most of that. And then, obviously, when we started getting back to some sort of normality, I mean, your day's based around your kids anyway. And then at night, it'd be a TV show or gaming as well. Um, I love Call of Duty, so I'm a big big fan of that. So I play with that with my my friends from back home. But the, the time difference, trying to get that get that right, so they would... They would play most nights back home, which would be afternoon for me. So there's no way I'm getting on. So I would have to hope <laughs> that they were having a couple of drinks and staying up late so I could get on later at night with them. Um, <laughs> so, no, that was that's pretty much it. Um, just keeping, keeping yourself busy. And Outlander was, was one of the ones that I, I binged uh, pretty pretty quickly, to be honest. Are there any young guys on, on the team who are uh, Call of Duty fans that you have to show them how it's done? There's a couple that say they play Call of Duty, but they're really the Fortnite guys, and I've just got no. time for that. No. Building, building yeah. stuff, and that's come on. No, we're, we're beyond Fortnite. <laughs> Not for me. That's in the past. Hey, we had a uh, a listener question actually, and I don't know if you'll even answer it, but you remember when you got in Kendall Waston's face? Do you remember yeah. this? Oh yeah. Yeah. What, oh, we were we were all excited. What would you say yeah. to Big Kendall, man? Uh, can I say it on this? <laughs> Absolutely. You say whatever you no, want. So, <laughs> no, so my thing was, I don't have a problem with a tackle. The tackle was fine for me. That's Tackles happen. It was, I hate when, if there's a player down, because you don't know the extent, you might think he's faking it, but he could have twisted his ankle, could have twisted his knee. You don't know the extent of the injury. So to be leaning over someone when they're on the ground up is... I'm not a fan. That and people trying to flash cards are my two pet hates. Um, so I, I just took objection to that. I don't like someone over my teammate like that. So I'm just trying to get in there, get him away. A few choice words um, that you can probably read when you watch it. Um, <laughs> and that was it. So, like, hey, Peter I'm says Matt. those words too, man. We've all seen the GIF oh, online. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Amazing. We've seen that right after the game. I think one of us showed him it and he was he was enjoyed it to be fair. But uh, <laughs> my intention wasn't to start like what happened after it. Um they probably didn't like the way I went for their their player, which is which is fine. Um but like my goal was to get him away from, from Roger and I would do it for any my teammates. I think it was it was quite early into my, my career here as well. So, I mean, I think it gave people a bit of insight to like what I'm about. But it's, I mean, at any point in the game, I'm going to stick up for my teammates. I don't care who it is. And you know, it's, it just ha- it so happened he was the biggest guy, but you always go for the <laughs> biggest guy anyway. Um, That's right. There you go. Uh, so, I know was, that was it. But, I mean, we've spoke plenty of times after that. Um, and, I mean, there's no hard feelings. It's, one of the things that happen in competition, as soon as you walk off, I mean, you forget about it. Um, I don't oh. hold any grudges with anyone. Um, if I'm on the field, 100%, as soon as I'm off it, then, I mean, I don't really care less, to be honest. Well, if you show me that scene in a highlight video, like, I'm ready to go to battle. 
Like, let's go. <laughs> I, I will fight for this man. <laughs> I know. I think that's that kind of gave uh, like the boys. So, like, if someone's willing to do that for you, then you know you're you're more than willing to do it for them. So, I think having them see that early on, then they knew that I'm always going to be a guy to you know vouch for them and back them. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if even the decision to make you captain like dates back to something like that. It's your second month with the team after of, of the regular season, and and you're already scrapping it up like you're you're ready to to go to war for for your teammates. And you know, I think it was that moment where SKC fans really were like, okay, we got someone here who cares about this club, cares about his teammates, and and I think that's where the you know Johnny fucking Russell comes around and and. Mm-hmm the rest is history with the fans. I mean, you're a fan favorite. So it's, uh, it's pretty cool to see how the, the city has embraced you. I think, um, WrestleMania. Oh, it's been, yeah, it's been amazing. Um, I've, I've been lucky wherever I've went that I've always had a good connection with the fans. So, you know, to come here, um, you know, 5,000 miles from home, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's amazing that they took to me so early and I mean, they've stuck with me the, the whole way. So, you know, I'm, my job is to to repay that, and you know I, I try. <laughs> so I have to ask you because I've I've been in uh, I've been in the locker room for some post game interviews because I, I go sit in the press box and whatnot, and and I know um, it seems to be especially when when we have questions for Daniel because I know for a while your your locker was was right next to Daniel. <laughs> you like to get in there and, and mix it up with him a little bit, ask your own questions or whatnot. So yeah, uh, who it, maybe it's Daniel, but who who's the most fun to sort of you know play some pranks on or, or, or joke around with and uh you know what's what's the funniest thing you've done if you can say it or are comfortable saying it to uh, to one of your teammates um i mean i think most people take it pretty well it's I mean, it's kind of different so it's a lot more common i think when i when i was coming through in scotland and then played in england it was a lot more common day-to-day stuff was here it maybe wasn't so at the beginning I don't think they knew how to take it um a little <laughs> bit but then guy? obviously when yeah when they get to know me then <clears throat> they know that there's no harm in it I'm just just trying to keep spirits I try to mess around um I think I think the angriest someone got was was Daniel so he put <laughs> he put icy you know icy hot the like the gel oh boy so he, so he put that in uh, mine and I'm sure it was Zeus's like boxers, like <laughs> out of, out of nowhere. Like That's bad, like bro. A little, yeah, like a little back and forth. Um, so that was like kind of unprovoked attack, which I mean I can't have any problems with because I do it all the time. So I think it was I don't know if it was just his idea or my idea, um, but Daniel got a like a brand new polo to travel in. I don't know where we were going. It was like it was maybe like we we're traveling to New York or something. So he's got a brand new polo, and uh, me and Zussi perfectly cut the nipples out for his new top. Um, and he came back in and obviously put it on, and there's just two circles around the around the nips. So he didn't take kindly to that. Um, That's killing and it backfired because right I I actually ended up having to pay for the polo um, because I'd obviously damaged the property. Uh, <laughs> but no, I think my pranks have sort of. I'm probably calmed down. I'm not one for pranking. I'm just constantly on the go, just trying to just mess around with people. Just you know, just try and keep everyone involved, everyone laughing. Um, 
think Roger takes it the best because he played <laughs> in England, so he's he's got that sort of background. He knows, um, you know, sort of where it comes from. So he probably takes it the best. But I wouldn't say anyone anyone takes it too hard or personally. Yeah. Um, everyone knows it's it's a bit of fun as long as it doesn't go too far. Then everyone's happy enough. Don't go growing up because you're just because you're captain now, Johnny. All right. No, 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 no. <laughs> I won't be changing. I won't be changing. No, there's no chance of that. Um, no, that, that's not happening. And have you ever done anything to Peter? That's the million dollar question. No, 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 no. I, I try and stay. I try and stay away from coaches. Uh, that's always my rule. Um, that's good. Yeah, I've, tried, I've I've always tried to stay away from coaches when we do it. Um, yeah, that's good. They are, they are in charge of playing yeah. time after all. So. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah. can't mess with that. I, I've I've gotten a stare from Peter a time or two, even just asking a question in the post game press conference. So I, I I that's enough for me. I don't need to mess <laughs> no, with him anymore. No, he's an intimidating guy, but I think <laughs> you need that as well to be a, a good coach. Yeah. There has to be that level of, and obviously there needs to be a good relationship, respect, but there has to be a bit of feel there as well. Um, and I mean, I've seen him lose that a few times. So. It's, uh, <laughs> So we, uh, we just have a couple more questions here for you and then we'll let you go because uh, we know you've been gracious with your time. Um, you, you've mentioned before that being on the Scottish national team is getting back in, in the picture there is, is something that's, that's a goal of yours. Euros are yep. coming up this summer. Yep. Uh, ha- have you been in contact with the national team and, and have they sort of let you know where things are at or, or, or what you got to do to be one of the contributors for the Euros this year? I haven't had any sort of recent contact. They, they actually just released a, a squad today with the qualifiers. Um, that obviously, I've missed out on. But I kind of expected that just because the season hasn't started. I haven't played any games. So I kind of knew this one was going to be difficult to get in. Uh, but I mean, my aim is still set on being in that Euro squad. Uh, I know I have to start the season you know, extremely well because I don't have a lot of time. Um but, you know, hopefully he sees that, sees them playing well, maybe a bit fresher than the other guys. They play the full season and then it's going into their off-season. So, you know, just the fact that it's probably three or four months into our season and, you know, be coming in fresh. Like I said, it's, I'm sure if, you know, restrictions ease up and I'm, I'm playing well, um, I, I mean, I don't think that he would... He would turn that down. He's, I mean, he's shown in the past when I've, I've been playing well that I'm in there. Obviously, last year was just pretty much impossible uh, to be in. I spoke to them at the start of it, just with restrictions. It, it just it, it was too difficult um, to do it. Uh, I would miss too many games. It'd be too just the restrictions and traveling uh, pretty much put an end to that. So, I mean, that's that's gotten for me because I've always spoke about. Uh, how much pride I get for, for playing for my country or, or just even being away and being involved with them. So, I mean, that's, that's been hard to take over the sort of past year. Um, but I'm hoping hoping that I can I get myself in there because, you know, it's we've seen that it doesn't really happen too often for, for Scotland getting to major tournaments. So to be a part of that would be, you know, one of the highlights of my career, that. Absolutely. Yeah. And obviously we're, we, we miss you whenever you're away from, uh, from the club, but, but we, we cheer all SKC players on wherever they are with their, their country team. So we'll, uh, we'll be cheering on Scotland in the Euros uh, for sure. Uh, last question before we let you go here. Um, obviously 
fans were a little bit restricted last year. It, it opened up a little bit. Hopefully we'll get some more SKC fans at games this year as things start returning to normal. But uh, just before we let you go, what would you say to, to fans and, and listeners before this season starts just about how, um, you know, the support over the last year and as we move back toward hopefully working toward a full Children's Mercy Park? I mean, they've been, they've been massive. They were a huge miss when, you know, we couldn't have them in the stadium. I think I think everyone's seen when they, they got back in, even though it wasn't to the, the full capacity that we're used to. Um, I think everyone's seen that it gave us a boost. Um, so even when, you know, even when they weren't there, the support, uh, the, the support that they've shown, um, like throughout the, the pandemic when, you know, they couldn't be in there in numbers, you know, they still they still made us aware that, you know, they, they were still there behind us. So they've been they've been massive. And like you said, hopefully we can get some more in um, this year. And, you know, we fell a little short last year at the end. And our aim is to, to take that other, that next step. Because um, it's, it's been too long now. It's been a, a few years now without any success for, for them in the club. And that's, that's something that we are looking to rectify this year. Awesome. Well, Johnny, thank you so much for, for taking some no time problem, to talk guys. with us. It's a pleasure. We, no, yeah, it's, a, awesome. it's a busy time down there. At least you don't have tornadoes in Arizona. We're dealing with that here. Uh, so. <laughs> I know, I know. I heard that. So, no, was, no tornadoes. It was a little bit chilly today, but that's the extent okay. of our bad weather. So, uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's been pretty nice here. Good. Well, we'll enjoy it. Um, we're looking forward to seeing more highlights of you giving some uh, assists to Wilson Harris or, or scoring some goals yourself. And uh, can't wait to see you out on the field at the uh, middle end of April. So thank you, guys. It's been a thank pleasure. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you. Thanks, Take man. care, Johnny. Take care, man. Thank you. Bye. All right, man. The Dude. captain. Johnny Best Russell. friends. Best <laughs> friends now. I uh, know what you're thinking. Why didn't you get his gamer tag, Dan? Why aren't you guys <laughs> playing zombies on Call of Duty? And uh, I couldn't bring myself to ask him. He uh, he had no time for Fortnite nonsense. No, dude. He's like, I don't, I don't play that amateur trash. <laughs> I don't play that, that, that child's game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, he uh, did. Call of Duty, though. Oh, man. Staying up late, probably playing with his mates in uh, Scotland. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. cool. And he's an Outlander fan, apparently. Apparently, yeah, he, he, he binged it like I did. It's, it's, uh, you know, we could have, we could have talked about the sexy scenes in that all day. You like how he said his wife's a fan of Jamie and that's not good for him. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't even seen the show, but you know I what haven't, he meant. But yeah, no, I, I get it. Uh, it, yeah, I just, you know, he's, he's always fun to, to talk to. He's got such a great personality and, uh, it's, it's fun hearing him talking about messing around with his, his teammates. It's kind of interesting that yeah. he's like, it happens more in Europe than it does here. Can we break that down? Daniel put icy hot where their their, their boys go in their drawers, and, yeah. and then they cut the nipples. They mean girls his polo. They cut the nipples out of his shirt. That I love was that Mean he, Girls, right? It's been so long since I've seen Mean Girls. Okay, but. I'm pretty sure. I'll, I'll I'll double check. I'll run that by my wife. She's a Mean Girls uh, fan club member. I love that he said it was Zeusy's idea. I think. Well, I mean, what, what do you take credit for it? If you get in trouble, it's not his idea. <laughs> Peter, it was Zeus. I promise. Yeah, Zeus all day. He's injured. You can't bench him. He's injured. And then, yeah, I, I, I knew what the answer was when I was like, any, any, any pranks on Peter? And he was like, that's a hard no. Yeah, you do. 
You knew that was happening. <laughs> what if, oh my God, what if Peter was like, you, you step on my lawn, I burn your house down. Like, what if he takes it to the max? No, I think- All right, you do this. You cut the nipples out of my shirt. I cut off your actual nipples. <laughs> <laughs> I think Peter's the type of guy who, if you get him in the right mood, he, he could enjoy a good prank. I mean, didn't they, who did they prank with the bachelor thing? Was it uh, um, Daniel? He was in on like the bachelor, like they, they pranked somebody. Oh God, now I'm going to find this. Was what do you mean ba- they pranked him? They, they didn't prank him. He wasn't going to be the bachelor in Kansas city. No, there was, there was something where there was like a, a, a prank video where um, Dwyer. Are you talking Bernice, about, are you talking oh, about Col- Tim Colton storm? Colton storm. Oh, that was like a catfishing thing. They thought he had, he thought he had a date at the, at the coffee shop. And then yeah. uh, it was Peter Vermees who showed up, I think. Yep. yep. And was like, you need to stop talking to her. Like it was yeah. a weird thing. They but, they did prank Tim Melia back in the day, t- thinking he was going on dancing with the stars or something. Yeah. So that's why I think Peter's got, he's, he's got a, a funny bone in there. You just got to find it. We don't do this enough, man. Where are the April fool's pranks? <laughs> like those were funny back in the day, man. Yeah. Well, you had Dom leading the way with the shenanigans. And so, you know, sure. Sure. Yeah. But uh, I mean, wait, wait, we need to get to those jackass roots, man. Who's getting tattooed in their sleep. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll get peter on one of these days and we're gonna be like okay peter let's oh, open up dude i'll lose my if we get peter on here you know i'm gonna not be able to talk right you know you'll have to lead the whole thing yeah i'll be so red and like chugging water i'll, I'll be, be like, nervous yes sir no sir thank you sir i'll be like so that's actually jimmy in the press conferences i would never ask such a stupid question <laughs> <laughs> but uh i don't know it's just cool the other cool thing that i thought was interesting to hear i hadn't heard this elsewhere although it's very possible he said it and i just haven't heard it but when he was like one of the first texts i got after being named captain was from matt beasley so i thought that was very cool okay. it's very classy of bees so and, matt and, is a frequent visitor of sportingkc.com well i mean that made the rounds all across mls news oh. sites and whatnot well, but you know i matt didn't have to do that but matt's a good guy and and he he's friends with johnny russell they've they've been teammates for a few years and and so yeah i thought that was really cool to say that yeah man he reached right out to me and said congrats you deserve it mm-hmm. so you know you notice when i was like i was like hey you uh you know jimmy asked kind of the serious questions i kind of tried to throw him off and i bamboozled this thing and he kind of like shook it like he knows yeah. johnny knows he listens <laughs> like clearly right well, we didn't ask him if he does, but you know, he probably Oh, he totally he, does. The best friends. He knew Tim Melia was on here and they're swole mates, so why wouldn't he listen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that was that was an interesting answer too. And he's like, You can't really lift during the season as much because yeah. of all the training and whatnot. So I try to you, wanna, you know you ought to snip that out because that dude was looking looking tight. Okay. <laughs> he's looking jacked, man. Rocking that Henley with his biceps popping out. I'm just I'm not saying, I'm just saying. I was crushing. <laughs> uh, yeah. So thank you, Johnny, so much for, for joining oh, us. And, and yeah, um, we'll, uh, we'll hope to have Johnny on another time at some point in the future. Cause why not, dude? Yeah. there's another season of Outlander coming on. Why wouldn't <laughs> why we have him on to discuss? You and him are just going to start a, a side podcast where you break down Outlander while playing Call of Duty. Bro, go watch Outlander <laughs> and tell me you're not going to spend the day walking around your house talking in a Scottish accent. It's, I just can't help it. I'll start saying things and I'm like, thank God I have the captions on because some of these words, I'm like, are those made up? Yeah. No, man, yeah. it's just like lingo. It's, uh, it's I'll have to check it out. I'm finally moving through Shit's Creek because I've never watched uh, that show. But Always a good time. You watching by yourself or you watching with the uh, with the girlfriend? Brittany's already seen it. She's already seen it without you? 
she, dude, she that's won't. like breakup terms. You don't watch things without the other one. You're done, dude. Cut I, her off. <laughs> I told her she was like, I want to watch this. And I was like, that's been on my list, but I was watching so many other things. And I was like, you go ahead and watch it. And then oh, you I'll gave her up. the go ahead. Oh yeah. Wow. So. What's next? Dating other dudes? Because you gave her the go ahead. <laughs> oh, uh, that's that's what I'm watching right now. But uh, you know, I'll I'll catch up. Maybe I'll switch Very over fine. to something a little more serious after that. Um should. Let's see here. So I want to talk about just one other thing and then get to a couple questions before we, we sign off here. Did you see this news breaking uh, on, on Tuesday afternoon from Christian Dyer, who he's a, he's a fairly reliable MLS source, where there is a, a 25-year-old winger uh, for, God, I don't know how you uh, say this team. I guess it's just Lask, L-A-S-K. Um, that's the name of the club there in the Austrian Bundesliga. I don't know. Uh, it stands for an Austrian name that I'm not going to even attempt to butcher. But at last, he's uh, 25 years old. And apparently he is linked to five MLS clubs, including Los Angeles Galaxy, Columbus Crew, DC United, Toronto FC, and Sporting Kansas City. So uh, the, he's, a, he's a wide attacking player that, quote, has primarily been deployed on the left side. Okay. Winger. That's interesting. So I don't think that this is probably, you know, right now it just says um, he's fielding strong interest from five MLS clubs. That's hardly a lock to any one of the five, but left wing is a, a spot that some people were a little concerned about after Gerso left. Uh, this isn't something that would happen before the regular season starts. And, and I know we got a couple of questions that said, you know, is this a summer window signing? And, and it could be, we don't know, but the spring window is open until what, June? So yeah, it's true. It is anytime. open for a while. So I don't know, man. It's just interesting to see that, you know, we know Peter says they always have feelers out for players, but this is another rumor about a left wing that this is not the first winger that Sporting KC has been linked to. I mean, it's not, dude, it's enough to get you excited, true or not. It feels like, uh, feels like it could be more true because there is probably a direct need for that, you know? Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's the LA galaxy already signed a winger that sport in KC were uh, targeting this off season. So hopefully they don't do it again. Yeah. I went but, off on that. I didn't, I didn't appreciate that, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I don't know. It's uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it, but wanted to make you aware of that. Uh, let's, let's see here. Let's just, let's get to a couple questions. We got a lot of questions this week and we're not going to be able to get to all of them, unfortunately. Uh, but, but let's, let's see here. Hey, do you think um, Johnny Russell owns up a day? We should have Johnny, do you need a bidet? 10% Hello Tushy.com slash no other Johnny. You could take 10% off your hello Tushy bidet. 10% off man. And, and, and you know, if your toilet clogs, it's not because you use too much toilet paper. It's because you ate something wrong. <laughs> Before I could go. blame it on the toilet paper. Babe, I, so I used too much. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, we'll see. Um, we got a lot of questions about Wilson Harris. We, we, we talked about Wilson Harris, but everybody wants to know, can he get a bigger, bigger uh, role than we thought? Maybe, you know, he, he looks pretty good. About? It's, you know, I think what I would say is kind of like what we said. that open cup. Well, that's true. And there I think go. what I'd say is kind of like what we said at the top of this. It's better than not scoring any goals. It's certainly a hell of a performance, but let's not slot him into the starting lineup just yet right. because 
he's one, certainly one like game. he's certainly an interesting person right now. Like, yeah. hey, maybe we should put him in more opportunities to succeed. Yeah. You know. Well, and Johnny said about him too. He's just like he's just an old-fashioned goal scorer. Yeah. So you know, I, am I feeling a little better now than I did a week ago about our backup striker spot? Absolutely. We'll and dude, that's ah. So cool, man. Johnny's been, dude, Johnny's been beasting in the gym. He's going to be pushing people off the ball, man. Everyone's going to crowd him. What's he going to do? Can't shoot. Got like three guys on me. Oh, look, there's Polito or Wilson Harris or whoever else to slot at home because they're now unguarded because I'm a monster. Yeah. I'm, I'm just excited. I'm just going to continue to talk about this man's physique for some reason. It's not, it's not <laughs> weird. Just roll with me. It's not weird at all. <laughs> hey, it, it you know it happens i can I'm admire not, another man's body I'm not, I'm not here to judge it's totally fine <laughs> uh yeah so um i don't know it's it's going to be interesting to watch uh wilson harris continue to develop it's going to be interesting to watch buzio continue to develop we talked to him uh johnny about buzio so i don't know let's see here buzio uh, would be good to have on sometime who do you guys want to come on man tweet tweet at him say you need to go on no other pod let's make it happen dude let us know uh yeah tell us what you, what you think and um well, we'll i mean do i need happen. to learn should i get rosetta stone and we'll have alan Polito on here i'll do it <laughs> you would have to carry that interview because my very limited knowledge of french will not be of any use at that point i would just start did you say french i took french in high school oh okay i thought you thought alan Polito spoke french i'm like bro that's not even remotely in the ballpark so <laughs> yeah but um I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm excited. We're going to try to get more people on. So let us know who yeah. you want to hear next. Uh, let's see here. Let, let's do one more question and then we'll, we'll sign off for, for today. Uh, Daniel Gooden. This is an interesting one. And this is a uh, tough one. Um, if you could go back in time to any year and tell Sporting to not buy, draft, trade away, or bring into the club, what player would you pick? So basically somebody mm-hmm. that Sporting Casey bought, traded, got rid of, what what would you what would you change well most recently you kind of think about the christian namath thing like the dude was on such a high wins goal of the year and then he's gone the dom dwyer thing hits a little more hard because it's but but then look at him now it's like did it really pay off for orlando i no. i don't know man you said this is a toughie and, and you're right i i'm i'm struggling here it's hard especially because i mean you could go back farther but like it you know. Sure. Think about the rebrand, though. I mean, that's when the majority of these fans really started paying attention. No disrespect to the loyals and people who have been around forever, but that the rebrand is when people really started taking notice, right? Uh, that's when, I mean, objectively, that's when more people started taking notice, yes. Sure. Um, Don't know what that means. Is that like saying, with all due respect, <laughs> go fuck yourself? Like, <laughs> No, it just means like, you know, looking at it, it's not subjective like it's it's looking at the facts like people can't argue that when the rebrand happened more people started paying attention to sporting kansas city it's not an opinion it's a fact so okay um it's an objective fact gotcha yeah i I don't know like this is i guess what i was trying to get is even you know post rebrand like you think about players like um you know claudio bayler who was one of the the early designated player i think his fourth designated player in club's history and he was a big deal he went on to score 10 goals in his first year um appeared in 28 regular season games in 2013 and then in 2014 scored two goals in 13 appearances only four starts that's not going to cut it for a designated player but 
at the same time, it's not like we spent $12 million on Claudio Bieler. So it's not, it's not like, you know, if we had bought Polito and Polito just came and, and was a total miss. So I think there's two players that I think, ah, you know, and ironically, they're probably tied together. Um, if I could change that, that, that might be what I changed. Um, it, I think it's still fair to question whether the Andre Ufantis contract was wise and maybe at the time it was, but it hasn't panned out quite yet. Uh, and, and trading away Ike, I think will always be a hard one. Uh, we, we got yeah. a lot of money in allocation money for, for Ike. So I think if you look at it from that standpoint, like it's not like it was a bad trade, uh, but, but Ike just brought so much to the defense. That's been so hard to replace. Yeah, but he, yeah, it's all, it's always tough too. Cause some of these trades aren't even the club's fault slash decision. Right. You right. know what I mean? If a player wants to go, why do you want to hold that guy back? You know? Right. But yeah, a couple good examples from you there. Just, you yeah. know, the most recent ones hit, hit me with Namath and Dwyer. So yeah. With the goal scorers, you know, cause we've been struggling for a good goal scorer for a few years. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Hey, you know, we tried to bring Namath back and catch lightning in a bottle twice and it, and it didn't work, but. Yeah, you know it's it's tough. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, it's yeah. It's just that's a tough one. But the good news is Sporting KC. I would say more often than not, generally does a pretty good job at recruiting. So it's uh, you know something that in Peter we trust. So he's got a good technical staff and, and they know what they're doing. So there you go. I think that's about all we got time for this week, especially since uh, we had that great conversation with Johnny. So that's it, man. Felt like uh, God, I could have talked to Johnny for so much longer, man. I could have talked Scottish food. I could have talked Scottish <laughs> music. Are you a big the Scottish bagpipes, music fan? Come on, man. The bagpipes are so legendary, except it makes me feel like I'm at a funeral sometimes. But it's <laughs> God, they're good, aren't they? Yeah. Well, we, uh, it reminds me of uh, in, in high school orchestra. We had some big finale where we were playing some song and a bagpiper came out and it got kind of weird because suddenly it was just then this like, 50 year old bagpiper who was playing with a bunch of like 16 17 18 year old orchestra students and we were like what is what is this his concert or our concert i don't yeah. understand stop but, stealing our thunder <laughs> but uh bagpipes there you go um you know maybe it's a good thing on our first interview with johnny we didn't ask him about bagpipes yeah but... okay we'll save that for round two and a possible visit once this pandemic is all done man <laughs> once I, I felt really sad for him when he tried to visit his family and and he was not able to. So I've known about that before. I heard him say that before. Yeah. So pretty sad deal. Well, I mean, on, on the one hand, it sounded like he at least was able to take advantage of the opportunity to, to basically spend all that time with his kids, which is really cool. Sure. Uh, yeah. But he but, went to Scotland and right when he got there, they yeah, shut the damn tough. country down and he didn't get to do nothing. It's tough. That's crazy. I can't so, imagine that. Well, we'll, uh, We'll, we'll, we'll pull our strings that we have with the Scottish national team and make sure that they get him in the picture for the Euros because he sounds like he wants it. There so. we go. We got strings, yo. <laughs> uh, string, anyway. Call us string cheese, baby. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for uh, for giving it a listen. And thanks again to Johnny for, for joining uh, us, giving us 30 minutes of his time. We really appreciate it. Yes. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at NoOtherPod, at Dan Kuzer, at JCMax03. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash NoOtherPod. Uh, shoot us an email no other pod at gmail.com and make sure you check out hello tushy.com slash no other to get 10 percent off your hello tushy bidet but until next time he's dan i'm jimmy we'll catch y'all later see ya feel it in your loins baby <laughs>